Welcome to Engender Love. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon Ponce. Join me as we discuss all things gender so you can better connect with those around you. So let's get started as we engender love. So I was at one of my children's school the other day, and I noticed this child who I found out identifies as a boy, masculine in appearance per societal definition, and I noticed something. He had earrings. He had pierced ears and he was wearing earrings, and it just made me smile because honestly, I didn't think anything of it until I remembered growing up, especially in the 80s when kind of punk rock came to be and all of a sudden people that identified as men were piercing their ears. And I remember all the discussions and like, oh, just the, the shock about that, about people identifying as men wearing earrings and what rebels and, uh, or were they effeminate? What was going on? And it just tickled me to think about it, that here we were 40 years later, and it's like, yeah, there's a, a kid who identifies as a boy that's wearing earrings, no big deal. And yet I remember those discussion prior. And it just made me think, like, what else has changed? Because I think many times when we talk about gender expression, or when I hear people talk about gender expression, those things like clothing and hair and body hair and all the things, when when I hear people talk about it, they talk about it in such an absolute way. Men have short hair. They always have. That's the way it is. And long hair is effeminate. That's the way it always has been. And so it really called me to question a lot of that in as I looked at this child with earrings in his ear of what do we think has always been this way, but maybe, just maybe, we're wrong. So even earrings, like I said, in the 80s, I was considered a very effeminate, um, effeminate expression. Um, that was the beginning of the challenge there. But when you research people wearing earrings, you find out that men have historically worn earrings as far back as we can find women wearing earrings. So somewhere along the line, it changed. And it's been different throughout culture, throughout time, different influences and stuff. But I think the big change for where we are today came at the, in the late 18th century with the Great Male Renunciation. That was the name of the movement, the Great Male Renunciation. And this movement believed to be more natural because at that point, the bigger the better, wigs, hair, jewelry, clothing, the bigger, the better. In fact, I saw this statement that the, the, this movement was to move away from, from ostentatious and exuberant fashion. And so earrings gone for people who identify as men. But what went with it were also wigs, which made me think, okay, People say all the time, men have short hair, that's masculine, that's the way it's always been. And sometimes people will qualify in our culture, because I think people recognize hair length is different in different cultures and, and the significance of it. But even, even if we look back, that initially in Europe, long hair was a status symbol for men as well as women, but especially for men, long hair was better. It was a sign of health and wealth. And so if 
you wanted to appear to have long hair, you could wear wigs and wigs started becoming more into fashion as well. It was said that King Louis Thirteenth of France really move, created that movement of a wig because it turns out he was losing his hair. He didn't have the long hair to demonstrate his status. So he bought a wig and bought one for his son too. So they had the appearance of long hair. And of course, like everything else, fashion developed, but long hair was considered masculine in the European culture. And it wasn't until the great male renunciation that they said enough. Because at that point, big wigs, (laughs) if you were a big wig, it meant you had a big wig. Like the bigger the wig the greater the status you had. And and then we got into powdering wigs to look wiser and give the impression that we were more knowledgeable. I say we, just to be clear, even though my kids tell me I'm old all the time, I was not alive at that time. <laughs> but, but it changed. And so with that movement, part of that movement was to wear your hair natural and no wigs. And for people who identified as men, to start moving towards short hair. So short hair has not been a masculine thing from the beginning of time. It's been since the late 18th century. So again, this made me like, okay, what else? And I, I, of course, pants come to mind always when it comes to people who identify as women. And we know that that was challenged since about the 1850s. But even then, when people identified where women were challenging that they should be able to wear pants. It was often under dresses, not on their own. It was part of the movement towards liberation for women. We saw more women wearing pants during World War I when men were off to war and women started doing the jobs back home. Then they would wear pants to be able to do those jobs better, safer, more comfortably. But it wasn't until World War II that women started wearing it socially. But even then, it was not completely acceptable. Even then, we were looking at the 1960s when women were wearing pants and it was pushing it. And we can go even beyond that to see like, okay, we can accept women wearing pants. But then it was questionable, again, how professional was that in certain situations? So even as we went past that, there were, it was a slow trend towards acceptance because there were questions of, how casual or how professional pants were for women and whether that is acceptable. And here we are today, I don't think people think twice about it. I guess it's not completely true because people made a big deal about Hillary Clinton and and her pantsuits, which I was like, what's the big deal? I have a pantsuit. <laughs> but again, it's the slow change over time of how we define things. And then this all brought me to what about men wearing skirts? Because I often give credit to Billy Porter really pushing that definition when he went on the Oscar red carpet, I believe in 2019 in his gown. And I've mentioned that before, but it made me question, was that really the first time? And of course we go back and find out that, well, ancient Rome They wore togas. Would you consider that a dress? No, it's a toga, not a dress. But there's no pant pant legs. There's no individual pant places, right? The 14th century, we saw men wearing skirts and tights. We saw European royalty in ornate skirts, people who identified as men in ornate skirts. 
And so it wasn't until the 19th century that I think it was European culture came out with dandy suits. That's what they called that really began the movement of men wearing pantsuits. So no, pants have not been on men since the start of time. And pants haven't even been on children who are assigned male at birth since the start of time. We know that prior to World War II, most babies wore white dresses, regardless of what they were assigned at birth. I remember somebody telling me one time that their grandparent, when they were visiting, their grandparent brought out a white dress that they had dressed each one of their children, regardless of what they were assigned at birth in, because that's what people did. Why? Because it's easy to access diapers through a dress. And then the other reason was the reason that they were white is they were easier to clean. Most people had access to bleach to be able to clean stains out of clothes. So I tell you all this, I share this history, I do this research, because if you are a person that thinks so strongly, this is a masculine presentation, this is a feminine presentation, you may be right for this point in time, but it hasn't always been that way. And I don't think it always will be that way. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Engender Love. If you have more questions, visit my website at engenderlove.com. You can contact me, sign up for my newsletter, or schedule a time to meet and see how I can support you. Have a great week and continue to engender love.